day by day my life gets colder My eyes go thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Focus on the Facts. Today we're going to discuss the different methods of genocide taking place in the United States in accordance with the UN depopulation agenda. First and foremost is geoengineering, which includes the weather warfare that is now being waged against Americans. Aerosols are being sprayed into our skies and are used in conjunction with other technologies to control our weather. The lives and homes of millions of Americans have already been destroyed through this man-made directed hurricanes, flooding, and wildfires. My guest today is Oscar Barossa, a former Marine and police officer. He came highly recommended by Dane Wigington, the top expert in the world on geoengineering, to help listeners gain an understanding of geoengineering and the damage it causes to the entire planet and to all of our lives on Earth. We are also going to discuss the mandatory vaccine laws that are forcing parents to poison their very own children with these toxins that have led the United States to have the sickest generation of children in the history of this country. We're also going to cover the harm caused to all Americans by the prescribing of toxic toxic prescription drugs to people of all ages, along with the medical care provided to the United States that causes diseases but does not cure any. And finally... Americans are also being poisoned with GMO foods and pesticides and through their drinking water that is laced with fluoride, lead, prescription drugs, and countless chemicals and toxins from the oil industry and mining operations. So from false flag events to dangerous vaccines to weather warfare, the desperation of governments trying to control this population is spiraling completely out of control. My guest has researched all of these methods of genocide, and he will help listeners understand how they are being affected right now. Oscar also has a very interesting background as a former Marine who served in Afghanistan. He joined the service when he was only 17, right after 9-11, for the right reasons, to protect Americans against the terrorists that he was told conducted 9-11. But he soon found out that 9-11 was a con job, but it served its purpose to boost enlistment of troops to an unseen level. So I'll bring Oscar on now and have him start the show by explaining how 9-11 spurred him to join the military and the hard facts he had to face when he realized what our troops are actually doing overseas when working for the military-industrial complex. So welcome to the show, Oscar. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you, and I want to tell people that Oscar and I had a chance to talk for quite a while yesterday, and um, he is just so knowledgeable on all of these topics that I told him he's going to make my job mighty easy. But I wanted him to explain um, how how you joined the military at 17 years old. Absolutely. Well, like most military men that join, I come from a household that I don't want to say that we're poor, but we were middle class at the time when middle class existed. And my father laid it to me three ways. He goes, son, you're getting ready to graduate from high school, so you got three options. You can either get a full-time scholarship and go to college and get education, and uh, whether you decide to go to a dorm or stay here, we'll take care of you. You could exit the home and go full-time into the workforce, or you can join the military. 
since I was a child, you know, I was always fascinated by G.I. Joe cartoons and, you know, being a real American hero. So lucky for me, I, uh, I decided to do that route because also our government provides some pretty good benefits from the top. When you think about uh, how they do it, You're, they provide your room and board, your, your, your food, your electricity, everything, that damp, the clothing on your back, everything, everything comes from them. And then you have the great benefits that veterans do uh, get on the way out. Uh, and that's being, if you are told, the right path to take in order to reap those benefits. So uh, that, that was what started me down the road of joining the military. It's just uh, one of those things that seemed like the reasonable way to go, and it seemed like the most honorable way to go. I knew I was too young for college. I probably would have partied and uh, <laughs> wasted some money there. And uh, I didn't have enough skill set to really go out into any good workforce and make something myself. So I thought to myself, well, I always wanted to be a police officer in the future. What better way than to have at least four years of military to uh, to pass that. So that's what sent me down the road towards the Marine Corps. Great. So what happened once you got in? <laughs> well, after a year of infantry training, uh, I, I can I'll never forget this day. Uh, I'm sure everybody can relate. On September 11th, 2001, I was the safety driver for a, uh, for a shooting range for the officers where they were, they were shooting their pistols. And I was listening to the show Howard Stern. Uh, <laughs> That was pretty popular back then. And while listening to Howard Stern, in the middle of the show, they kind of stop. And he goes, whoa, what did you say? Another bomb went off at the World Trade Center? Now, for those who are unaware, prior to September 11th of 2001, this is not the first attempt on the World Trade Center. Back in 1993, when I was a child watching Channel 11, and just to go back further, I was, I was watching DuckTales. That was the, the particular cartoon I was watching. And during that time, the show went out, and we lost contact. And it wasn't until later on that evening in the news it was discovered that a bomb was placed in a vehicle at the base of the World Trade Center with enough destruction caused that had it done and taken out the pillars that it needed to, it would have caused one tower to fall into the next. So when I heard Howard Stern say another another bomb, I went, uh-oh. And we started listening to the radio station, and then I look, and like a scene from a movie, you see everyone running towards the chow hall, which is where we eat our food. And when I shut down the range and uh, everyone went to go check out the television, that's when we saw one of the towers already burning with what appeared to be the mark of an airplane that flew through it. And while watching the television, we watched the second plane hit. Once that hit, uh, everything just kind of went haywire from there. Um, they shut down the bases. Everyone was uh, mandated to go back to their units. We had an inspection later on that night and so on and so forth. We led into the conflict over in Afghanistan. Right, right. Okay, so you went over to Afghanistan. So what did you find when you went over there? So when we were over in Afghanistan... What you find is the, are the, the people. The people are not what is described to you on the television. Um, the people, the common folk, they're 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 amazing. They're great people. They have uh, very little to work with, but they make do for their families. They have their own cultures that are bizarre to you and I. But uh, but they but they have their culture and they live their life. Uh, when we landed and we were actually there on the ground, um, 
And I'm and I'm gonna if you don't mind I'm gonna talk about my second one. I, I really don't want to get into the first one. But uh, but so my second time when when on the ground and dealing with the people, most of them are very nice. Some some very welcoming, depending on the area that they're from. Because unlike here in the U.S., where we uh, benefit from having a constitution and laws and, and police officers that protect you, you see people don't understand the constitution exists here in America. And that's why we fight so hard for it, because when you go to outside countries where a constitution does not exist, and then you see the harsh realities of what government can do without these basic freedoms that that we take for granted each and every day, that's why we come back, our servicemen come back to the U.S. with a whole new light on how important the constitution is and our rights to freedom and you know the green the, the the green in the grass here in america looks that much greener and the trees look that much beautiful and you realize how much life is here and how much death is overseas and, and the, the turmoil that they go through and there, there's not a building that you walk by that doesn't have uh bullets that, that have been formally riddled in it but uh you know so that, that was my experience the with the people there you're talking yes. about the constitution that we used to have right <laughs> I'm talking about the Constitution that Americans believe are in full effect, but each and every day, with every false flag event that takes place, with every executive order that is done behind the scenes when things are happening, like uh, Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma, very convenient storms to come in, but uh, this is where we lead into the geoengineering aspect. And uh, sure. like my... But I, wanted, but I wanted to finish up in Afghanistan... Didn't sure. didn't by the end weren't, weren't you just guarding the poppy fields? Were you really fighting these people? Well, uh, us personally, I don't have uh, 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 you know a personal experience on guarding poppy fields. My mission was in the American embassies in Kabul. Um, now, oh. do I have friends that are out there and guard poppy fields? The answer is yes. Um, and and without getting into too much detail, the reason why these poppy fields are guarded that are told to the to the to the foot soldiers on the ground is because these are key avenues where attacks could come in and not be seen. So it's very important for these men to you know for the Marines or, or Army men, whoever is out there, to stand guard and ensure that this key ground is not over overcame or taken by by the enemy. So that is what what we are told as servicemen. You must understand the agenda. Uh, when you get down to my level, most Americans they love this question. The question is why? Why must we do this? Why? And understand that is a luxury that a citizen of the United States can can express and can exercise. That is not a luxury that a serviceman can do. You do not ask those questions. There is no why. It's yes, sir, and you do it. Really? That's just so how what, it works. You know, so there's no question of why are we guarding this field. Yeah. Really? Well, it's like now, you know, I, I understood our troops are supposed to be protecting us, Americans, mm -hmm. from being attacked. Right. But going over here and doing all these regime change wars, you know, and slaughtering all these people, committing genocide, that's exactly what's happening in all these countries. That how do troops justify this today? I mean today. There is no way they don't know what we are doing. This is corporate law, corporate controlled um, wars, going in there, stripping, killing off the citizens to steal their resources. How do the troops today go along with this? Because they are they extremely, yeah, they are extremely and hopelessly unaware. 
they're unaware of, of, of what the agenda is. They're unaware of the purpose when you're there. Now, I, now I will tell you, tell you that my, my service time was different. When I was in the Marine Corps, uh, in cell phones, yes, we had them, but there, were no, there was no GPS on a cell phone. There was no such thing as YouTube. Um, I think right. Google, I mean, Yahoo at the time was the search engine that you used. Google was kind of just up and coming. You know, there was no way to have the access to the information like how we do today. With that right. said, uh, the, the people that are in the service that are doing these jobs, you, you, really, you really disconnect from, from the public, okay? There really is an us and them mentality, um, and, 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 it, and it, it reveals itself every day. I mean, that's something that I continually battle with on a daily basis. When I see someone walk outside of a door, and it's a man who just walked outside of a door, and there are two people behind him walking out that door, yet he fails to hold that door open for those people. Something that small drives me insane. The common courtesy of standing by that door, ensuring everyone walks through, and then allowing them through—that that is that is a, a military bearing that they've instilled in us. So there there are things that we have instilled in us at a very young age. Mind you, I was 17 years old when when I went in. They instill that in you, and you never deviate. And one of those things that they instill in you from word go, from the moment you are on that bus before you step on yellow footprints to become a marine, orders are to be executed. You do not question them. You do not wonder why. It doesn't matter why. What matters is the mission that was just handed your way, and that's what you do. So you really have to take a step back out of your civilian shoes and take the time to really appreciate and understand what a person who enlists in, in any, in any uh, branch of, of, our, of our defense and really see what it is they go through, and then that paints a clearer picture as to why these orders are followed. Details, uh, you know, like corporate corporations that are in charge of these popular, that, that is not shared. That is not discussed. That, that, that is something that's not even spoken about. And even if you are one of the few that after maybe a year or two of being in the service and you're overseas and you're, you're serving your country, you know, to the best of your knowledge of what you know, and you're out right. there committing these uh, these acts for an agenda that you're unbeknownst to. It's just it, you know, it's just another day. It, it, you don't you don't understand the reason why, and you don't need to understand the reason why because you're not told to understand the reason why. If they wanted you to know why, they would tell you. So that is why these young men and women that are out there, uh, you know, doing these things and, 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 and assisting our government, trust you me, if they knew the moment they figure out the truth and they investigate and they question, I believe there's a, a woman that was on a geoengineering website. Her name, was, her first name, I think, was Michelle. Her last name is slipping me. But she was in the Air Force. And when she began to question items, that were being ordered, which are very much related to geoengineering, she right. began to feel the wrath of what happens when you ask questions. So that's how they're, that is how they are uh, kept. And, and well, the long and short of it is Michelle eventually, after some time, was moved from her position, and then from that position she was not allowed to reenlist, and then she was pushed out of the military. So once you wake right. up, they will remove you very quickly. So understand every man and woman that's out there that you see donning the American uniform overseas, in their hearts, in their minds, they believe what they're doing is right. It is our job as American citizens to 
not just say thank you for your service, thank you, thank you so much, but somebody, family members, fellow friends that maybe have now exited the military and still have contact with them, need to wake them up to what it is exactly they are doing because we are in a different time now. Everyone has access to the Internet. Nobody has an excuse to not read, not research. And, right. But it's our, right. it is our job to get a hold of our servicemen and women and pull them aside and say, are you aware of this mission? Do you know? Have you checked this out? And, and remember that these are, these are children. I was 17 years old, 18 right. years old when I went overseas with, a, with my weapon ready to take lives. Right. Okay. And, and that, I mean, that, that, is, that, is, that is the mentality. You must. This is what we must do. And we're here to protect freedom and, and the American way. And, and that's it. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of propaganda that us as mature, responsible adults who have done our research to understand agendas and what this government is truly trying to commit to. I, I, I dare somebody to pull a 17-year-old aside right now and ask them anything about geoengineering, about the corporations and how they are entangled with our government. They couldn't tell you if their lives depended on it. And these are the men and women that are donning the uniform for good reasons in their hearts and going out and committing these criminal acts. But it's not unknown. It is very much unknown to them what they are doing. And it is our responsibility as Americans to wake up, have the bravery to step up, contact your local congressmen, contact your senators, make them be your voice once again, because that is just not the case these days. Well, right, but the, the, the point with that is, is our whole Congress is blackmailed, and, you know, we've got this spy ring in Congress, and we can't get it out, and our whole Congress is blackmailed, and that's the only reason there are all these wars, and, and that's the only reason there are all these other things, like uh, passing laws to force children to poison their children with vaccines, things like right. this. They're all blackmailed by the corporations, and they, and they vote the way they want them to. And until we get this firing out of Congress and, and get these congressmen out of there, nothing's going to change. I mean, absolutely. As long as, we, as long as we continue to let the almighty dollar be the one speaking to the congressmen instead of the voice of the American people, Nothing will change. Unfortunately, right now, with the forced medication on Americans, when I say forced medication, I say that loosely. What I'm really talking about is the dumping of the fluoride within our drinking water. Now, oh, yeah. I've, been to, I've been to a dentist, and I asked the dentist, hey, what are your thoughts on fluoride? This is after my research of, of fluoride. And he says, it's great. It's great for your teeth, helps prevent yeah. cavities. I, I recommend it to everyone. I highly recommend everyone uses it. It's a great thing. This is a doctor who is educated and people go to and trust and put their mouths in their hands. And this is the statement that's hearing when, in truth and in fact, if you do any type of simple research, open up your Google page. I hate to always reference to Google because we all know what Google is attached to, but until they get that bug worked out where they can steal information from us right now before the censorship gets too strong because censorship is on the move. It is happening. Uh, if you oh, watch absolutely. any type of serious YouTube channels, you will see videos getting deleted, removed, uh, people 
being blocked from live streams for three months. Uh, most recent, I got a message this morning from Mark Dice, who is a very uh, outspoken person. Uh, he, he's a guest appearance on, on several shows on YouTube, but Mark Dice recently had a, a YouTube video that he placed and was removed due to offensive, uh, uh, the, the offensive nature of the video. But the real worry is, who is deeming this offensive? Who is making that call and that decision? It wasn't me. The government. The government. I mean, right. they so, me so this Twitter is the outreach that they're having. But, 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 but back to the fluoride. People need to go and research and, and do a Google on fluoride. What is it? Uh, how is it made? How is it getting into our drinking waters? And there are people before us that have done wonderful jobs on, uh, on posting uh, documentaries. Uh, James Corbett of the James Corbett Report. He has a great documentary out on YouTube that talks about fluoride and the effects of it on the people, where it all began. And people just need to really dig deep down and educate themselves on these topics. But unfortunately, one of the effects of fluoride is it causes a person to really not care as much, to be more docile. This is the same chemical that was placed on the water in the concentration camps in Germany. Right, right. And it's so fluoride in the water, but it's also... It's also full of lead and prescription drugs and countless chemicals and toxins oh, from the absolutely. oil industry and mining operations. I mean, it is putrid. I mean, and people that don't do research don't realize this, but all over the country, different, different millions of people, there's, there's mm-hmm. lead and, and different toxins in their water, and it's showing up. You know? But if you do research like I do, you're always looking at the whole country so you get the whole picture. Yes. You know? So there's all these places. I mean, look at how long Flint has had that horrible water, and it's not fixed yet. And and they've had tests come out that they're they've tested their IQs, and these these children that are being born since they've been subjected to this water, their IQs have dropped. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's horrible. What and then you add the other things, like I said, the prescription drugs. This one test they did in Minnesota, every stream, lake, and river, they found up to 63 drugs in the in the water in Minnesota. And in, in all of the samples, two drugs were in there. It was a statin drug and a diabetes drug. We're in every mm-hmm. single sample of water in Minnesota. So you add this on top of the fluoride and then the other chemicals and toxins from the oil and mining industries. I mean, this mm-hmm. is putrid. It, it, it's definitely killing people. This drinking and water. the newest one to come yet, the newest talk, the buzz of what they want to put in the water, because due to a, a, a research done in China in a particular town, they placed lithium inside of right. the water. Yes, and those who are, are, are unfortunately have been diagnosed with any type of uh, uh, depression, depression or, or, or things like that, anxiety, then you know what lithium is for. And they found right. that the town that had lithium in their water, they were very nice. And, you know, there was no you know, crime reduced dramatically. So now they are considering on placing lithium within the drinking water on top of the fluoride, on top of statin. And, that, and we haven't even tapped geoengineering yet and the effects of that. Right. And, and the, the thing is, like, something as simple as this, this is how mind-controlled Americans are. I mean, fluoride isn't in every country's water. The U.S. is the worst. You know, I look... I have Kevin Galloway on. I used to have him quite a bit, and he's an expert on the genocide going on all over the world. And he has it broken down by countries. And he admitted the United States is the worst, is the worst for everything. It's the worst for vaccines. It's the worst for uh, having toxins in the water, having poison water, everything. This country is the worst for everything. But then other countries, but 
other countries have gotten rid of different things. I mean, Russia doesn't have fluoride in their water, and they don't have GMO foods, and, mm-hmm. you know, different things that they've taken out in other countries, but not here. And, no, you know, and when, unless you are one of the few that are brave enough to stand up to your city council or your county council members, whatever uh, area of the states you live in, and you put your case together for the fluoride. Um, uh, there, are, there are towns that I know of here locally that people have come together and complained about the fluoride being placed in the water. They presented the facts to their local, uh, their local commissioners, and they've stopped. They did but get out. The, the very next town over, the very next city over, they're continuing to fluoride because if you're not awake to it, if you're not saying anything, well, then, you know, nothing is done about it. Well, this is the type of thing that I see Americans are so weak. Something like this that, you know, that studies and studies have shown are so terrible for us, we don't go and demand that it be taken out. My right. control of Americans, I mean, this is something right. You go to your city council, your county council, and you demand this. Get that floor Americans out. have been led to believe that they are, they are small. You are little old you. What are you going to do? And that is the mind control that has been placed on those individuals. And I'm telling you, nothing scares the power structure more than when one person is brave enough to stand up and shout from the top what is happening, what is going on, and waking the masses up. That is what scares them. You know, for instance, my good friend, Mr. Dane Wigington, who's the lead researcher of geoengineeringwatch.org, which I highly recommend everyone to visit that website. Currently, we have over 28 million people that have visited this website to to look and locate and find the truth. And through this website, you will have a lot of your questions answered or clarified. some of the things that, uh, you know, that, that boggle the mind, you know, uh, one of the things that when it comes to geoengineering, they'll hear the term chemtrail. And then you'll Google chemtrail and come to a bazillion different, uh, uh, quote, conspiracy theory websites, which, again, a coin termed in the 50s by the CIA in order to discredit those who stand up against what the government wants. Please remember that. And... Uh, and in, in, in that, that, that this, this is where, where a lot of facts have been cleared up for me personally. Well, you know, I think chemtrails, yeah, they've, they, you know, gave, given that a bad name. But that was the thing before that, you know, to get people to recognize this, you know, to say that it isn't going on, all you had to do was look at the sky and right. see it. But, and but unfortunately, when they use the wrong now they're term. they're doing in movies and things, they're even doing, they're putting chemtrails in. You know, we're doing the movies and stuff to make people think they've always been there. Right. But just to clarify, again, when you use the term chemtrail, you're not going to find the answer. The true answer, what you're looking at when you look up, it's called stratospheric aerosol injections. S-A-I, stratospheric aerosol injection. The reason they are doing this, according to some of the uh, gentlemen like David Keith, whom, again, Dane Wigington attended uh, his uh, conference that he had, and, and he questioned him and was able to get some really good answers. You could find that video on geoengineeringwatch.org. But when he asked David Keith, uh, you know, about some of the effects of aluminum that is within these, these sprays and these aerosols, he just doesn't have an answer. Nothing's documented. And if some, he, and in his words, something could be happening bad, and we won't know till a time later because no research has been done. But if you look up stratospheric aerosol injections, another popular one, solar radiation management, SRM. You see, you right. have to use the proper terms in order to find the correct answers. So if you look up 
solar radiation management, if you look up stratospheric aerosol injection or geoengineering, now you're going to find the proper information. They, they, they heavily depend on the ignorance of the American people. They heavily depend on That's why you have a lot of other shows that claim to be anti-geoengineering, yet will beat the term chemtrails to death. So much yeah, so where you know it's a convenient you know term that everyone says. And you know that what, is though, disinformation. I know that, Oscar, but that has just yeah. changed recently in the last year. I mean, we were talking about chemtrail spraying, I mean, from day one. I mean, I had day yeah. on, it was almost two yeah. years ago, and that's what we referred to. But now they've twisted it around to make it seem like that in, in, in the Google searches and stuff like you say, when you type in chemtrail spraying or something, it'll come up with all goofy things. But two, yeah. two years ago, we were referring to it as chemtrail spraying, and so was Dane. And now he's switched that around, and that's fine, and I understand the reasons behind it. But oh, yeah. people still, I still use it to show people because that is what makes it so easy for them to see. And if you see all the signs that they had put up to the big billboards, it had that mm-hmm. too. You know, but the government has twisted this around so to make that sounding like that's wrong to say chemtrail spraying, but I'm not saying it. Because I'm showing people it because that's it. And then I tell them it's geoengineering and they're doing right. it. Well, but here's what we have to do. We have to meet them at their own military game. Now. The military oh, yeah. is involved in this spraying of us. And this is us, Americans. So this is war against us they're doing. Yes. And there is no way that they don't know what they're doing. And so these, these troops that are doing this, these, these air, these pilots and stuff, I have no respect mm-hmm. for them. In fact, I hate them that they're doing this stuff in our own country. Right. You know, I mean, they have slaughtered people all over the globe for a century, and we couldn't stop them, but now they're here. And now they're killing us. You know, and now take this this into consideration with the the stratospheric aerosol injection, a lot of the spraying that's being done, a lot of these commercial flights are now having aftermarket sprayers, aerosolizers that are mounted on these planes. Now, anyone who's been in a a recent plane or, you know, if you've had your child go up and visit the pilot, you'll see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, gadgets and things in the front cockpit. That's because these planes fly on their own. They can be controlled and and, and remotely, you know, know, viewed and, and, and manipulated. So some of these commercial flights that have been outfitted with the aerosolization spraying, uh, sprayers on them, a lot of the pilots are clueless. They're just flying commercial flights from here to there, and sprayers are being activated while they're flying at their 38,000 feet, you know, uh, up, up near the, uh, lower, stra- uh, uh, the lower stratosphere of, uh, of our atmosphere. And the, the spraying is going on. So it's not all with the knowledge to the pilots. A lot of these pilots that are, that are, uh, that are out there spraying they don't even realize it. They don't know that their commercial flights are doing it, but they're starting to feel the effects now because a lot of the pilots and the stewardesses, those that are up at those, at those altitudes for an extended period of time that are exposed to the air, because understand, the air that blows into that plane, they're just pulling it in from the outside. So now you have all of these aluminum, barium, and strontium, uh, and, and a, a bunch of other particulates, nano-sized particulates that are in the atmosphere being pulled into these planes, and the pilots... And the, uh, the flight attendants are being constantly exposed to this day in, day out, and are suffering from some serious medical conditions. Right. Yep, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this is always what Dane said, too. You know, don't these people know what, what, don't they think of their own families and their own children? 
shit do this spraying about them? Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, unfortunately, a lot of them are unaware, and a lot of them are duped. Perhaps they believe that they could. I mean, there are ways that, uh, again, if you go to the geoengineeringwatch.org website, there are ways to uh, to live in this world, even with these nanoparticulates flying around. Dana's done his best. He did a, uh, an article, I believe it was called how to, how, how to Live Healthy in an Unhealthy World, you know, something to that effect. Right, right. If, you go, yeah, if you go on the website and you search that, uh, that article, he did, he did the best he could to show people how to help detoxify these heavy metals from the bodies uh, and, uh, you know, through your diet. And that, that's helpful, but... You know, that's just not it's the helpful, answer. The answer is this needs to be exposed, and it needs to stop. It needs to stop immediately. And it's not going to stop unless we awake the masses to the fact of, of what's happening. Just unfortunately, when you tell people the truth, uh, just uh, uh, something, again, this is a, a quote that I picked up from George Orwell. And, uh, and according to George Orwell, the longer we live or the longer people live within an illusion, the more they hate those who bring them the truth. And when you start to point to the sky and you say, look, there's chemtrails there, or even if you use the proper, look, there's solar radiation management, they're spraying, they're aerosolizing these nanoparticulates. And then you begin to tell people about what it does. That scares them. And remember, in their mind control set, it's just little old them. And when they're hearing you talking crazy, they have two choices. They can either say, huh, be interested and investigate these facts for themselves, or dismiss you as a conspiracy theorist and let that be and continue to live their lives. But that's what they do. That's the easier. Well, they're not going to have very much longer life. They're not going to have very much longer life, nor their children. We've got, Dane says, it's between four and eight years, maximum 10, that this year will, this planet will be inhabitable. So, Mm -hmm. and in the meantime, you know, when you think, oh, well, I have 10 years, you know, that's, that's a long time. I don't need to think about it now. Well, in that, even if it lasts 10 years, that 10 years is not going to be pleasant here on Earth. It's what is going to be happening to this planet. I mean, it ain't like, okay, we can wait 10 years and then I'm going to die from this. No, that ain't going to be the way it goes. Because the no, planet I'm, is being destroyed and our health is being destroyed every single day. Yes, and there's multiple effects. Evelyn, when you, when you go outside in the sun, does it feel hotter oh, to you? Horrible. Oh, my God, it I can't does. even look at it. Sure. And there's a reason for it. People think, oh, God, it's just a really sunny day. Wow. No, that's no, not no, what's no. happening. These aerosols the that are in our, our, our upper atmospheres, they are affecting and wearing away our ozone layer. That's now, great. UVA radiation coming through the ozone layer, that's normal. UVB, you know, I, I, I do wish Dane was here. He, I, again, I'm not an expert by no means. I'm just a guy that really knows how to research some stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, great. the UVB has increased dramatically. UVC rays are now being recorded hitting the surface of the Earth. And the next ray after UVC is X-ray. Now, you don't have to be a scientist or an expert to know that to be bombarded by X-rays continually is not a good thing. That, that would be why they place the lead cover around your chest, around your, your pituitary gland, around your throat. Uh, uh, you know, when you go to uh, get x-rays done, it's a reason, because that causes some severe damage to the DNA level. And UVC rays are now hitting the ground, and next after that is x-rays. So who knows? I don't think the world has ever gotten this bad. So scientists don't even know the full effects of it. You just have 
lead researchers like Dane Wigington, uh, small guys like myself in my local area, trying to wake the public up to what is being done in plain sight over their heads and get them right. to not take the lesser path of dismissing me as a conspiracy theorist because now they look crazy. If they look up and they see these grid line patterns, like someone's trying to play tic-tac-toe in the sky, okay, and they right. think that's normal, right. who's crazy? Not, not I. It would be them. Right. So eventually they will have to wake up. They will have to recognize it. But unfortunately, even if, even if the, the aerosol injections were to stop today, we will never know the world that we knew growing up. But no. it gives us the hope that this earth, we don't, we don't know the power of this earth. She may be strong enough to rebound from this, but I don't think it would happen in any time frame that would matter to us. But it would definitely no. matter to our children and our grandchildren. Right, right. And this, this all plays in this geoengineering. This all plays into with um, the microwave and stuff that we have in us that, that I don't. I don't understand. This is so complicated. That's why I always have people mm-hmm. on to understand it. But it goes through the aluminum and everything, and the microwaves, and, and then our bodies are full of aluminum from this chemtrail spraying. And right. So it goes through our bodies. The microwave. Oh, absolutely. So, so here's. I'm, I'm going to try to give a brief synopsis of what I've learned. So, we all know how our normal microwaves work, and if you don't, you're about to hear it. A normal microwave sends in a frequency into your food that causes the water molecules to vibrate. And they vibrate very fast to the point where the water heats up and then becomes a steam. And that's why if you microwave your food too long, you're eating a piece of leather because you've essentially just uh, uh, completely eliminated all the water that is within that food. So that's how a regular household microwave works. Now imagine this on a grand scale. And I'm talking six football fields in length, you know, towers that are 65 feet tall, 100 feet wide, that are beaming microwave emissions up into our upper atmosphere, and this causes the aluminum, barium, and strontium metal particulates, they begin to vibrate. And when they vibrate, they're able to take the atmosphere, which is at, you know, 40, uh, 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 sometimes uh, uh, 40 degrees Fahrenheit, and heat it to up to over 120 degrees, almost 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And by heating that atmosphere up to that level, they are able to manipulate our jet streams. So that's why it's so important, in the words of David Keith, uh, as he expressed to Mr. Dane Wigington in, in uh, in, in the event that he attended when he spoke, that his goal is to keep 20 million, that's with an M, 20 million metric tons of this material in our atmosphere at all times. And that explains really? the constant spraying. Right, right. Well, now and just because you don't see the line, oh, go ahead. Right now, this geoengineering that people, you know, didn't seem to get to listen to me when I'm pointing it out in the sky and all this, and when explaining <laughs> it to them. Well, now that they've uh, now that they're geoengineering these uh, this weather warfare and these hurricanes and flooding mm-hmm. and destroying the, I mean, millions of Americans have their lives and their homes and everything have already been destroyed already, you know, and they're keeping mm-hmm. it coming. And, and people don't, don't want to believe this, that, that they're causing this. Well, they are, and this is war on Americans, okay? Yes. No, it's not bombs or anything, but you go look at Puerto Rico or, or look at down there in, in Houston and everything. It's a war zone, what they have done with this mm-hmm. weather warfare. 
and and people are not waking up. And the, and the problem is, is like all these people like down in Houston and everything. It's so hard to follow this because they had Harvey, then they went and had uh, Irma, then they followed up with uh, Maria, and then they had Jose yeah. float around, and now Nate. You know, just one right after the yeah. other. One and and Dane has great videos out where he explained this. He the last few weeks he's put a couple out every week and he explained exactly how they're doing this to people and so yes. now it is the war against america and all these years i've been saying that that people wouldn't rise up and contact their congressmen and contact the white house and everything and and demand that they stop this genocide and all these other countries and but now it's against us and i don't i i contacted my representatives and of course i contact them about every week about something um, in the White House mm-hmm. and demanded an end to this weather warfare that they're mm-hmm. doing against us and the spy ring in Congress to get it out, but I haven't gotten any response. But if everybody would contact them, they would have to do something about it. Absolutely. But I've Absolutely. And, and, we, and we need to, as people, always leave that avenue open as well. Now we are, we are in the Internet age. I mean, look, you're in... You know, uh, much uh, northern part of the United States than I am, and but through the lovely uh, internet that we get to enjoy for now, I was able to find out about you, and now here we are speaking about this issue, and hopefully there are thousands, if not millions, of Americans listening and paying attention and seeing that I'm. I got to tell you, Evelyn, I'm nobody special. I'm just a guy that's trying to work, provide for his family, raise my children, give them a safe future. But I care right. and love my children to the point right. that when I see these things occurring and when I hear that one in now, what is it now, one in 25 young boys are coming down with, uh, 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 help me out here, with, with the uh, autism, autism. Right. Okay, which has been thoroughly linked in a peer-reviewed journal study, which, again, you could find on geoengineeringwatch.org and type in there peer-reviewed study on autism. And there it is, in black and white, all the research is showing that with the presence of aluminum within the human body and its ability now at the nano size to cross the blood-brain barrier and settle within the cortex of your brain, it is causing some severe uh, issues in our children and not allowing them to think and the neurons fire accordingly because they're full of these toxic metals. And then, worst of all, they're not told the cause. They're told something to the effect of, well, this is genetic. So unfortunately, you know, right. here's a service we could provide you and, and here's what you could do. Here's a medication, probably a lifelong medication. Don't want to leave big pharma out of there. And this is what the parents are well, dealing with. Well, absolutely. And, and this is planned. I mean, to create this epidemic in the worst childhood disorder that you could think of. I mean, it destroys whole families. You can't leave these mm-hmm. children alone. I mean, they're never trained, most of them. Some of them don't talk. They can't hear. They never answer to their name. They get violent. You can't leave them mm-hmm. alone. And now we're down to this. One in 25 boys, and it's probably one in, like, 30-some girls now. When I first started mm-hmm. reporting on this back in 2004... Oh, my God, I was reporting on the statistics then, and it was nothing like it is now. And I have been warning people since 2004 that they're doing this, but I didn't, I didn't realize that it was on purpose. It's total genocide, what they're doing to these children. I mean, they're disabling 
totally disabling a whole generation of children. And we talk about autism all the time, and that always, you know, makes us sway away from all the other things the vaccines are causing. But we have got the sickest children ever in history, and we have the, mm-hmm. more, the, the top level, the number of vaccines we give in this country is more than any other developed country. And the way we give them, mm-hmm. starting at birth, for God's sakes, with the hepatitis B vaccine, that you only get mm-hmm. hepatitis if you have anal sex and, and, and share needles, you know, mm-hmm. what in the world are they giving this to our babies on the day of birth, injecting this into their little bodies that aren't, that aren't even formed to handle toxins? That's right putting these chemicals in them. And they talk right. people into this, you know. And I mean, to, the, like you to said, the parents it, who are, who are listening to this with, with some skepticism, let me run some, some little facts by you. First off, when a baby is first born, is their immune system fully developed? No. Pretty sure the answer is no. So how do vaccines work? Or how do they claim they work? Well, they take this uh, vaccine. Sometimes it contains a piece of the dead virus or it contains something that triggers the immune system and the human body to respond as if it were the particular virus that they want to vaccinate you from. So once your body gives this immune response and fights it off and it builds the antibodies, then it's able to fight it if the real virus were to come. That is, that, I'm correct in saying that, right? That's how vaccines, that's how we're told they work. Right. So my question is, if a child, when they're born, their immune system is not fully developed, why on earth are they being injected with a vaccine that's meant to cause the immune system to react as if it were taking on that particular virus, yet their immune system is shut down? It's I mean, not shut down, but it's not even developed enough to fight that. So these are the simple facts that, that, I, that I started learning. I have to contribute that to uh, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, who is very knowledgeable. If you haven't looked her up, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, oh, yeah, look no, her up. Sorry. Look, yeah, yeah uh, well, I said to the people, look her up. Right. And, right. and look at the information. It's all there for you. She, she, she had a wonderful, wonderful presentation that she just gave at the Redding, California, and the event that Dane put together on uh, vaccines, which if you, if you were to uh, look up her sites, I'm sure she has the information there. You could, you could watch it there. And, uh, you know, it really woke me up as a parent. And, uh, you know, if you, I got to tell you, if you love your child, Dane said this to me over a radio. He didn't say it to me. He said it over the radio broadcast. But, boy, he might as well have just said it in my ear. He says, if you claim to love your child, if you claim to care about them the way you do, why on earth would you continue to allow them to inject your child with these deadly toxic metals without at least researching it prior to doing it. And Dane is absolutely right in the sense that we should be having informed consent. Why on earth are parents just okay with rolling over to the orders of doctors whom in an article that I've I've already sent to Dane and Dane uh, uh, posted it on his geoengineering website where companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield give a $40,000 a year bonus to the doctors who keep over 98% of their children vaccinated and is willing to double that if 100% of their patients are vaccinated. So now you have these doctors who are well aware of, 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 well, of what people are, are, are shouting out, but unfortunately they're not educated at all uh, on vaccines. They're just told in medical school, hey, vaccines are a good thing. This is why we give it, and uh, it's important that you give it to everyone. So. I mean, it, it really, it, they really don't go too much into the vaccine. 
and then they put that humongous monetary bonus behind it, of course they're going along with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, they make, pediatricians make like up to 80% of their money comes from giving vaccines. Correct. But this is this is horrible. These are Rockefeller medicine-trained doctors that we got operating in this country, and they don't give mm-hmm. a shit about us. It's all money. And now these doctors, you know, they get they, the corporate hospitals, reel them into them, and they don't have a say-so on any. You know, I had this doctor a short time ago confess to me that, that he knows about the vaccines, and he, he's a surgeon, so he doesn't give them to, uh, but he works in a hospital, and they forced him to get it because he works there, but I bet to them doctors don't really give themselves the vaccines. But anyhow, right. he said that his, his wife and his children don't get any, that he knows that he, he doesn't know how to stop this. It's oh, but God forbid money. he were to announce that out loud. Can't do that. Oh, no. No. Well, I've been no. in there bitching about some other things, so, so <laughs> we got around to that because I got about to the point that my boyfriend and I said, your person can't even walk into your office. They're not even, they didn't even tell you what they came in here for, and your nurse is asking them about if they want a vaccine. And that's how it started on the vaccine business. I yeah. said, person needs, person needs drugs for pharma and vaccines, you know. And so then we got talking about that vaccines, and, yes, he admitted to me that he knows, and he, he wow. doesn't know how to stop it. And he doesn't, mm-hmm. thank God, he doesn't have to give vaccines. He's a surgeon. You know, I don't, I think he's a young guy, probably not even 30. He had a wife and kids and everything. And he's just so entrapped, I'm sure, from the student debts that he had going to school, he'd be paying on for the rest of his life. And then the hospital always gives you a big salary and everything, so I'm sure he went out and bought a house and everything. So before all this sunk in, what's really happening here, and it was the same he was telling me about pain medications, that he doesn't like using them, but they force him to, the opiates. Mm-hmm. And to the point, he said that they even have doctors calling up people, do you have enough pain medication? Pushing these pills. And yeah. he don't like doing this, but like I say, there's no way out for him at this point, I'm sure. What can he do? No, and, and that's why if I were to call upon anybody, you know, the doctors, unfortunately, I think we, I don't want to say we've lost them per se, because there are some doctors that have a good heart that are, that are turning around and seeing the effects of vaccines and, and are, are attempting to put it out to the public. But I would want to call on the homeopathic doctors or the natural doctors, those right. that are aware and you know how to treat them. people. Right. right. So, and, but you know what? They're very hard. I'll tell you from personal experience as someone who is who I, I, I practice what I what I preach. OK. And uh, when I learned about vaccines, that, that was it for me. Unfortunately, right. they, they got my, uh, you know, they, they, they have they got my children for for, for uh, my oldest for, for two rounds and then my youngest for uh, one round when he was born. Uh, but then, thankfully, I came across uh, Dane Wigington's YouTube channel and, and really started to educate myself on my own. Uh, the best thing he ever said to me was, don't believe me, look it up. And I took him up right. on that challenge, and I looked it up, and everything that man spoke about, unfortunately, I found all of it and the truth of it, and it's ugly. So once I made that decision, some of the hardest things that parents face is once you say, and you look at your doctor and say, nope, my child will no longer be back. You know, I will not go along with the schedule. Just take care of him. That doctor will then send a nurse to you that says, I'm sorry, we can no longer help you at this practice, as it's our policy that we only take care of the children that are fully vaccinated or go along with the vaccine schedule. And then well, comes yeah, the hard time. Well, yeah, because if you take that out, you're not making any money off the kid. How many right. times you got to bring them in there to have them vaccines? Well, that or if they over keep children that are, are turning it down and the parents that are saying no, 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 
Now, suddenly, their 98% or 100% of the practice that's vaccinated drops below. Well, say goodbye to your $40,000 bonus, and they, unfortunately, money has too much of a grip on them. They won't walk away from it. They won't walk away from it. But what I've discovered is locally, a lot of the chiropractors... Oh, go ahead. This this is the best thing that could happen, um, them firing parents from the practice, because then they won't bring them to them quacks or nothing. Right. That's good. I, right. I look at that. When I see that, I, when somebody write a post and say, oh, I was kicked off the, from my doctor, kicked me off, I tell them that's the best thing that could happen to you. Keep your children away from them quacks. That's all they're paid to do is peddle drugs and devices and vaccines. Keep your kids away right. from them. Yes, and, the and allopathic the is, doctor is not look trained. At, look at the doctors that speak out. They're all being murdered. You know, right. I mean, Al- allopathic doctors maker. are not they're not trained to to go after the root cause of an issue. Allopathic doctors that are part of the American Medical Association, they're trained to diagnose your symptoms and then right. treat the symptoms by introducing pharmaceutical drugs that do not cure you. They suppress the issue that you're experiencing. So here comes right. the pharmaceutical whack-a-mole game. So now one issue arises, you have heart issues, okay, I want you to take this prescription, that will level that out. Boom, you knock it down. And then pops up on the other end, well, unfortunately, because of this prescription, now you're unable to be intimate with your wife because you've lost the ability to have an erection. So we're going to suggest this pill for you. Boom, you push that down. Oh, by the way, this pill is causing your blood pressure to spike, so we're going to have to put you on a statin. There's not and, and on and on and on. And next thing you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of men right now listening to me saying, oh, Lord, that, that's me. And that's it. And they sit there well, and they open, up their, they open up their Sunday through Saturday pill bottle, their, their little calendar pill box, and they count all eight to ten prescriptions that they have to take. And then the doctor says, if you want to live, if you want to keep living your, your lifestyle, you must take these for the rest of your life. Right. And there you are. Right. You're now, you right. are now a customer of the pharmaceutical industry until the day you die. So right. there, there's nothing about the allopathic doctors that suggests that what they do cures. Do some do good jobs? Of course. Of course. Just like our men and women in uniform that are serving this country because they believe they're serving a higher good, there are allopathic doctors that are serving in the hospitals and private practices that truly mean the best for people. But unfortunately, if they are not woken up to the truth of what it is they're doing, or if they just choose to turn a blind eye because the money's too good, it is the individual responsibility of Americans to stand up and do something about it. You have gone the way of radio, and I thank you for that. It's very brave of you. This is a, a very big uh, a risk that you take personally to yourself, and I, and I can't thank you enough for giving the platform for these talks to happen. But it's important that Americans stop sitting in front of your mind-controlled television that tells you what to think. Start to think for yourself. Research for yourself. Everyone has a computer most of the time that hangs right on their hip, and they fail to use it for what it's good for. They'd rather do things like Facebook and spy on the other person and think about what material items they have and what they could possess to be like that person. It's nonsense. It's a distraction. Put it down. Right. And do some right. good with it. Well, um, I wanted to touch on that, that business of um, how many doctors, holistic doctors, have been killed in the last year or so. Oh, gosh. I don't even remember the number. Um, I don't. There's a woman on YouTube I mean, that I follow I, that constantly just, posts. Yeah, it's scary. 
it is very scary. I mean, and some of these um, the doctors who are affiliated with vaccines I had interviewed over the years, you know, and stuff, and they really good-hearted people, these doctors, and they're just killing them off, you know, that um, it's pretty scary. You know, the, yes, they all seem to have the uh, some type of some type of accident or or uh, oh, fake you know. suicides. We, we got these yep. suicides where they got two shots in the back of their head or something. You know, no, well, well, who doesn't shoot themselves twice? That's uh, yeah, you, right, are you telling me that's not normal? Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's, a, it's unreal. But see, they can do that because how many of those stories have made it into mainstream media? Well, None. my God, they're all, all over the internet. I mean, yeah, they're on, they're on the Internet. Yes, sure. If you're looking for it, you could find it. But nobody's looking for it. Nobody, no, nobody's looking for it. And that's how they do it. The, the, the mainstream media is nothing more than one big distractionary, distraction, distractionary device. Excuse me. And it's just it, it's unreal. Now, the more you unplug and do your own research, the easier it is for you to discern the truth from the illusion that's being presented to you. I always compare it, you know, the, uh, if you think of a matador, you're the matador, and you have this bull, this bull of truth that, that's rushing at you. And what do the rodeo clowns do? They distract, hey, look at me. And, and that, that, that's what mainstream, mainstream media are a bunch of rodeo clowns. They don't want you to know that our president signed an executive order that is allowing our military to invest in, excuse me, uh, allowing our local police departments to invest in military surplus equipment. They don't want you to. No, no, no. They'd rather you focus on Hurricane Irma and the destruction that it's going to bring to Florida. I mean, you, uh, it, was, it was incredible. My phone was going absolutely haywire when that storm was coming. And I have recordings of the storm. And, yes, it did cause some serious water damages in a lot of the areas. But right. I know I'm not the only one who noticed that once that storm made landfall, amazingly, the whole back half of the storm that should have truly devastated us on its way, you know, over the coast into mainland, it just disintegrated. Right. And now I'm, right. I'm somebody who lived through Hurricane Charlie, and unfortunately I know the destructive power of these storms. I've never in my life seen a hurricane make landfall and then just suddenly dissipate half of it, the whole back half of the storm dissipate. But if you're familiar with geoengineering and you visit geoengineeringwatch.org and you look at the videos that Mr. Dane Wigington has put together, you could see exactly how it happened and how this is occurring. Well, listen, listen, uh, my music's going to start playing all the time. I'm never ready to cut off. But I want to take the time to thank you so much for coming on because you are really brave in stepping out and talking about these issues. I hope you realize that. Um, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is my so pleasure. Much. It is my pleasure. Thank you yes. for having me. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, people. Well, I hope you learned a lot. I know I did. Um, we will cover uh, these topics probably again next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye.